Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Not sure when you're on the way to work or the grocery store to pick up your kiddos, but thanks for joining Ignite. I've got not one, but two of the smartest people in the world with me today. We've got Rich Biddick, our SVP of performance marketing, been with me eight years and knows everything about paid media analyst, creative, incredibly stable genius. We got Laura Leone, our SVP of healthcare marketing, talks to all, all of our clients, helps strategize on the front end and on board. Absolutely brilliant. Both have been with me eight years, way smarter than me. And so I will talk very little and allow them to steal the show. Rich and Laura, welcome to Ignite. Hey, Alex. Welcome. All right. So this is going to be fun. We're going to do a three-part podcast recording. We're going to talk about What's been going on trends continuing from 2021. Then on the next segment, we're going to talk about the top challenges healthcare orgs are going to, they've struggled with this year. And then finally, on the third, you'll have to listen to that one, new priorities and investments for 2022. So all of them will build on each other. Do not skip ahead. Be kind. Rewind. Let's get into it. So Lauren. Digital transformation is continuing. Would you say that's a, a trend going from 2021? Do you see that happening in the future? What are we thinking? Yeah, I mean, this is probably the year where I have received the most phone calls from prospective clients saying that they need help revamping their digital presence. So that could be you know, their website, redesigning the website, improving the user experience, doing conversion rate optimization, or helping to revamp some of their offsite profiles as well. We saw that start last year when everyone slowed down and didn't really know where to go. And now I think everyone has made it a priority. Everybody's made a priority. Yep, accurate. And Rich, talking about technologies and things, this digital transformation, everything, every agency digital is doing very well. So is Accenture and Deloitte because everybody's trying to expedite this stuff. What kind of technologies and initiatives have you seen that you feel like will keep up or slow down or what? In terms of client-driven technology side, I think we're seeing more and more healthcare clients introduce CRMs now. We've had a number of CRM onboardings in in the last couple of months with with major clients as they get more uh, serious about sort of that marketing layer. I think a lot of that has been driven by nurturing the patient through the journey. You know, they're working with agencies like us to drive that initial awareness point, but then they realize now that they have to provide these more personalized journeys for the patient throughout the journey. They're starting to look at their lead to patient conversion rate. And that, that's becoming very important there and trying to minimize that as well. So I think CRM is definitely one of them. I think with that too, we're also seeing a rise in some internal analytics programs. Um, I know Salesforce has the relationship with Datarama and, and we're seeing more and more clients asking us about that. We actually set up some dashboards via Datarama for a healthcare client in the last six months. So that was pretty exciting to get uh, visible. Why did we do that? What's the, what's the end result going to be from that? Yeah, it's so that you can visualize your Salesforce record data um, and marry it up to your initial marketing touch points and yeah. see it all within inside of Salesforce. We have other solutions around that as well. You know, we're, we're utilizing a tool called Ruler. Um, which is platform agnostic. So it doesn't matter which CRM you have. But again, it does the same thing where you're tying back your your outcomes and your patient information to that initial marketing touch. More cost effective than Datarama. Is that why we're using it? 
It is more cost effective. It's also, like I said, it's CRM agnostic. So you don't have to have Salesforce. Yeah. Yeah. But you should, but you should. So is it important to know how many actual patients you're driving from your, the leads that you're driving are good enough to just run some marketing campaigns and you drove leads and we're good. Go to sleep at night. Yeah. I think it's, if you, if you can get to the end with the closed loop marketing, it's absolutely critical if if you can do it because Essentially, what, what we've been seeing for the last couple of years and what we will continue to see is that algorithms are going to play a heavier, heavier hand in the buying of media. And so the signals that you send those algorithms, if you can yeah. send them the signals of actual patients driven versus just a lead, you're actually setting up that algorithm for success. So it, it is critical. It's probably more critical than ever. But again, you know, there are hurdles that you face, especially if you've got a more antiquated PMS system or EHR. So integrating those can be tricky. So, but yeah, it's something that you've really got to think about and look at the cost benefit analysis there to see if that's worth pursuing or not. Man, it makes the marketing so much better when you know if that lead actually became a patient. Lauren, feels like everybody's redesigning their website. Why is that happening? Is it going to continue? It's not a project that happens overnight. And the concept that your website or your user experience is just done at any point in time is, is kind of old school. You need to be constantly evolving whether that's integrating new technologies like Rich mentioned or keeping up with the latest and greatest mobile design capabilities, just kind of always looking at your site as a way that you can put your best foot forward. You can always be improving it. So yeah, it's it, it shouldn't ever end. Yeah, it never ends. Why do you think it happened all of a sudden, everybody? Because they found out all their patients are going online. Oh my gosh, it's that much more important. Yeah, they were relying on patient referrals or provider referrals, patient referrals word of mouth, people driving by their location. I mean, there's so many ways you can get a new patient. And a lot of that stopped last year and the digital search became number one. And you realize I cannot send them to a site that I'm not proud of. So that, that became a really important part of the marketing strategy. I look at my website now. I'm like, oh, I want a new one too. Everybody wants one. It's like getting a new car. It's exciting. Oh, all right. Very cool. So everybody's getting on the website redesign bandwagon here. It's some traditional, you know, Lauren, something cool that happened the other day. I was trying to make a, an appointment for a physical with a PCP. I'm trying to find a new PCP here in Brookhaven because the one in Piedmont, uh, absolutely terrible, won't name names, but took, they had me in waiting rooms for two hours, gave me false positive onset, crazy, crazy stuff. And then I tried sketching with another big department here. And also that one was terrible. And you know what? I found a local practitioner where I scheduled online and I, they use Athena. So all of the follow-ups are coming through there and stuff. That was nice. Schedule online. Do you see everybody scheduling online? Is that something everybody needs to embark upon? They're working on it. Not every group has a, a scheduling system. Unfortunately, sometimes they're still using just the intake through a, you know, a receptionist and jotting things down in a notebook. And And that's perfectly fine if you're a small enough practice that can handle it. But if you have the capacity to think about onboarding a new technology, no matter how big or small, and integrating that with your website, think about the operational efficiencies you're going to get from that, your patient experience, retention. It can play a huge role beyond just getting the new patient. We've got the online schedule, making sure you can show up in any other way. Rich, what other technologies, features, what what do you see is really important? Anything else that... Our provider groups need to be embarking upon. That's going to that's gonna be a big trend that happened this year. Just making sure that you're giving your audience, you're, you're there in ways that they want to communicate and using the mediums that they want to communicate in, right? So I know that live chat and, and chat bots have been around for a while, but again, that's 
a, a way that most millennials, most people under the age of 35 want to communicate with it inside of. Most people are, are somewhat averse to picking up the phone these days. So I think from a communications platform, you know, you've really got to keep going and meeting people where they are and where they want to be in terms of their communication style. Um, and so I think that's something that we've we've talked to a couple of our healthcare providers about is manning live chats or at least thinking about it potentially developing a decent chat bot that can that can answer and triage some of those initial questions. And the other thing from a from a I don't know if it's a technology piece, but more of a strategic piece is, and we've probably talked about this a lot in ad nauseum, and we did the webinar on it as well, but it's just pulling CRO platforms for post-click testing. Um, and obviously that's a platform, that's a technology that we're utilizing, but trying to hone in that user experience and provide a more personalized one-to-one patient experience by utilizing, you know, A-B testing, multivariate testing and personalization on your landing pages or on your core pages. That has been something that we've been deploying a lot with our, our big healthcare clients. And we are continuing to, to sell into more healthcare clients because it has such a massive impact for a relatively minimal outlay. Um, not saying that it's easy, but it, you know, it, it can drive a lot more bang for your buck than constantly tweaking media over and over again, especially if you have some pretty mature campaigns out there. Yeah, people are going to expect a very customized, beautiful patient experience going forward because we're not going to interact in person as much. We're not going to see traditional marketing as much. So digital's got to be on point. Not cheap, not easy, but Rich is saying get moving because your your competitors will. Lauren, Rich, thank you for joining me on Ignite. On the next episode, we're going to be talking about top challenges healthcare orgs have struggled with this year. You're going to need to hear it because they're going to tell you what we've done to help them overcome. <laughs> Rich, Lauren, see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.